What is up, my crew? My name is Stephen Murphy, and this is the Nook Podcast, and it's day two of this special Holy Week study. I'm so glad that you joined me here today. If you recall, yesterday we talked about Jesus dropping a bit of a bombshell by mentioning that the disciples needed to take up their cross and follow him from Matthew chapter 10. Today, we will take it up a few notches on the timeline. If you have your Bible or the Bible app and would like to follow along, I will be reading from a few chapters later in Matthew 16, specifically verses 21 through 26. For quick context, just a few verses before this, Jesus was having a pretty deep exchange with the disciples, asking the question, who do people say that I am? And then ultimately adding, who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, you are Messiah, the son of the living God. Quite the bonding moment, I imagine there. So for today in verse 21, this is Matthew 16, verse 21. From then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but on the third day, he would be raised from the dead. Now, if you recall, I also said yesterday that we have the advantage of knowing this as a part of history. Imagine the thoughts of the disciples in that moment. Put yourself in their shoes or sandals for just a minute. After a couple of years of watching Jesus do miracle after miracle, teaching them how to love and serve people, proclaiming this good news all over Israel, and now this. This did not feel like good news. If what Jesus was saying was true, then why would they want to go anywhere near Jerusalem? So Peter does what any self-respecting disciple would do. He pulls Jesus aside to have a talk with him. In verse 22, he says, Heaven forbid, Lord, this will never happen to you. But then in verse 23, Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. And other translations refer to him as a stumbling block or a hindrance. Peter was getting in the way of the plan. He was trying to derail the timeline. Get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap for me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Jesus knew the plan. Jesus understood the timeline that began the moment he was born and everything was leading up to this. Even though Peter had pulled Jesus to the side, I'm guessing that Jesus' response, calling Peter Satan, probably caught the ears of the rest of the travel party. Remember when you were in school and the teacher would get on one of your classmates about something? The room would get awkwardly quiet, right? Yeah, I bet it was a little tense. I'm picturing Peter feeling absolutely crushed. Just minutes before this, Jesus had told him, in verse 17, Jesus had told him that he was blessed 
And now he's calling him a dangerous trap. Then Jesus breaks the silence with this in verse 24. If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. Can you imagine the realization for each of the disciples in that moment, remembering that they had heard him say those exact words once before, but this time they came with a whole lot more gravity. Jesus had just predicted his own torture and death. And even though he included, but on the third day he would be raised again, I'm guessing that the twelve could only focus on the horrible things, and understandably so. For Jesus, things were going according to the plan. There was a timeline playing out. And this was the first time that the disciples were getting such a clear picture of what that was going to look like. As you go through your day, think about the disciples, the levels of fear and uncertainty, trying to wrap your head around the idea of your Lord and Master being put to death and feeling powerless to do anything about it. These men had left everything, family, jobs, to follow this man, Jesus. And now he was laying out the idea that it was all coming to an end. But also consider this. Jesus knew his own future, and he would not be stopped in getting to it. Even with all the brutality that awaited him there, he went. He knew what it would mean for you and me and everyone else for the rest of all time. That timeline had to play out. I'd love to get your thoughts on what it might have been like for the disciples hearing this very devastating news with such clarity. We're going to have a good discussion going on over at the Nook Facebook page. If you haven't joined there, the address is facebook.com slash meetmeinthenook. And if you've got any questions or comments that you would just like to send directly to me, you can reach me by email at stephen at nookpodcast.com. That's Stephen with a V at nookpodcast.com. Thanks again for joining me here today, and I hope that you'll be back tomorrow as we continue in this special study all through the week of Easter here in the Nook. <laughs>